Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, we get an insider's look at the latest edition of the Prophecy in the News magazine, and Mac Dominic will begin a two-part series on living in the time of the paradigm shift. As a listener-funded ministry, we are only able to bring you this daily program through the generous financial support of individuals like you. Uncensored truth each day on the radio, online, and on our podcast, bringing clarity to the chaos and proclaiming that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. Would you please consider calling today with a financial gift? If you choose to show your support monthly, you'll be one of our faithful friends. The number to call is 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can give online swrc.com. Thank you, friends, for your prayers and support this month for Watchmen on the Wall. On March 21st of this year, President Joe Biden said, quote, Now is the time when things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order out there. We've got to lead it, and we've got to unite the rest of the free world while doing it, end quote. The president is talking about the paradigm shift to take us into the new world order and stage the Antichrist. Here's James Collins and his guest, Mac Dominic, to reveal this system breakdown. While on a recent trip to Japan, President Joe Biden said that America is going through an incredible transition to be less reliant on fossil fuels. Following Biden's remarks, White House economic advisor Brian Deese suggested high prices and pain at the pump was the price Americans had to pay for the, quote, future of the liberal world order, close quotes. But can average Americans like you and me survive this transition to the liberal world order, or as it is more commonly known, the new world order? Joining me on Watchmen on the Wall to talk about this subject is Mac Dominic. Mac is one of our favorite Bible teachers and a longtime friend of our ministry. Today we're going to talk about his brand new teaching DVD called System Breakdown, Living in the Time of the Paradigm Shift. Brother Mac, it's great to have you back on the program today. Oh, James, it's always such a pleasure. Well, hey, let's talk about System Breakdown. In this video project, you say the time that we are living in right now is the time between the system breakdown and system breakthrough. What did you mean by that statement, and what do you mean by a paradigm shift? Let's talk about the paradigm shift first. The paradigm shift is a term that was recently coined, well, fairly recently, in the 70s by Thomas Kuhn, well, I say in the 70s, in his 62 book, The Structure of Scientific Revolutions. And he defined a paradigm shift as a framework of thought, and a paradigm is a scheme of understanding and explaining certain aspects of reality. So therefore, a paradigm shift is a distinctly new way of thinking about old problems. Now, this terminology was made popular by Marilyn Ferguson in her book, The Aquarian Conspiracy. The Aquarian Conspiracy is known as the New Age Bible. Marilyn Ferguson talked about the paradigm shift as the new way of thinking from old systems to new systems. Now, this was built upon by a lot of different philosopher-type people, Gene Houston being one of them, and Gene Houston became somewhat famous when it got out 
she was Hillary Clinton's medium, and she was channeling the spirit of Eleanor Roosevelt to give Hillary Clinton advice in the White House, if you're old enough to remember all, all that going on yeah. in the 1990s. And Gene Houston wrote a specific book on this about the time of the paradigm shift and system breakdown and system breakthrough. And so what these people are talking about and what we're looking at when we talk about system breakdown, we're talking about the Judeo-Christian culture that we, uh, that are a little bit older, grew up in, at that system breaking down and a new system breaking through that is a system that denies God as God, builds up man as God, and all of the things that go along with that. Back in 1990, I read a book by Johanna Michelson by the name of Like Lambs to the Slaughter. In that book, it talked about the effects of the New Age movement on the public school system. And living in South Carolina, I didn't think too much about the content of the book as such because, hey, I lived in the Bible Belt. That kind of thing didn't go on here where I lived, so I didn't have to worry too much about it. But the thing that got my attention was in the back of the book, there were appendixes of writings of New Age authors. And I've always been, as a born-again Christian, I've always been somewhat of a Bible prophecy buff. And I started reading these writings of New Age authors, and I saw that the New Age authors were talking about prophecy that I recognized from the Bible, but coming from the opposite viewpoint, from the dark side or satanic viewpoint. And this absolutely blew me away because I knew nothing about any of this. So I decided to teach a Sunday school class to my adult class on the New Age movement. And when I did, after the first lesson, I had people come up to me after class and say, Mac, we didn't know what this was, but this is exactly what they're teaching our kids in school right here. Wow. And that blew my mind. And so I can remember sitting down before church that Sunday morning and praying Lord, somebody's got to tell people and warn people about this. And the Holy Spirit, not audibly, but seemed to say to me, yes, and you're going to do it. And so I started doing as much research as I could on the New Age movement. I got involved with a gentleman here in South Carolina. He was actually a South Carolina senator in our state senate that introduced an anti-New Age teaching bill in the South Carolina Senate. And I went to see him, and he said, you want to educate people on the New Age movement? Here, I'll give you this. And he gave me an entire box of documentation that he gathered when he introduced that bill in the South Carolina Senate. And from that documentation, I gathered a lot of names and contact names of people that were involved in the expose of the New Age movement. I called them up, met with a lot of them, and to make a long story short, when you get involved in the New Age movement, you also get involved in understanding pagan religions, the New World Order, and all of this spider web of threats to biblical Christianity that are going on in the world today, and you get involved in a little bit of all of it. And that's how I became the right-wing fanatic that I am today, I guess. But what I gathered 
from this material that was in that banker's box of documents led me to a lot of the quotations that I share in this presentation because even at the time I could see that what these people were trying to bring about, but now in our world today in 2022, we can actually look and see these things being implemented publicly rather than privately or on a more secret level. Well, Mac, whenever I talk about the New World Order on the program, someone will always call or email or send me a letter, and they will tell me that I am a right-wing conspiracy nut. But let me read a quote here and have you comment on it. On March 21, 2022, Joe Biden said, quote, Now is the time when things are shifting. There's going to be a new world order out there. We've got to lead it, and we've got to unite the free world while doing it. Close quotes. Biden admits in that quote to being a globalist who wants a new world order. This isn't something dreamed up by right-wing conspiracy nuts, is it? Oh, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, in the DVD, we go through a number of quotes by a number of people, starting with Alice Bailey. And Alice Bailey talked about the New World Order. And, of course, Alice Bailey was the woman that took the reins of the Theosophical Society, which was initially formed by Helen Blavatsky in the time that she wrote The Secret Doctrine. And Alice Bailey wrote a number of books under automatic writing from a spirit guide, and these books were all about a coming New Age, or what she called a New World Order. H.G. Wells talked about the New World Order. The Rockefellers have talked about the New World Order. David Spangler, a noted New Ager, it was one of his quotes in Johanna Michelson's book that first caught my attention, said that no one will enter into the New World Order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. No one will enter the New Age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. It sounds kind of like the mark of the beast to me, James. I'm not sure, but that's what it sounds like. And then you get people like Joe Biden, the infamous New World Order quotes by President Bush back in the 1990s, during Desert Storm. So this terminology does not come from right-wing conspiracy nuts. These are quotes from the horse's mouth of people that want to change the world from our present order to a new, what they would call a Luciferian order. And that's where this is coming from. And, you know, along with that comes a one-world government and a one-world religion and a one-world ruler. It's just a matter of fact of that's how it goes. And, you know, then people will always come back and say, well, well, what's wrong with world government? Well, we know as Christians that read the Word of God and believe the Word of God, we know for a fact that the next world government, one-world government, will be ruled by the Antichrist. And all you have to do is go back and take a very cursory reading of the book of Daniel, and you see about the coming of the next world empire, and we know that the man of sin will be the leader of that world empire. We also know that Jesus Christ will return and personally destroy 
that world empire and set up his kingdom on earth at the second coming. So we can see exactly what's going on. And to put it in a very simple equation, living in the time of the paradigm shift is a time that we see specific people attempting to move mankind from God's plan for man to Satan's plan, and that includes a plan to move from nationalism to globalism. And it is as plain as the nose on your face, and we see it being played out across the world today like we never have before. This is James Collins, and my guest on Watchman on the Wall is Mac Dominic, and we're talking about his brand new DVD called System Breakdown, Living in the Time of the Paradigm Shift. There are over two and a half hours of great teaching on this DVD. The teaching is biblically based and ripped from today's headlines. You can purchase a copy of System Breakdown now by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can order online at swrc.com. Now, Mac, you and I both believe that the seven dispensations in the Bible are biblical paradigm shifts. Would you briefly run through the seven dispensations and explain why they are paradigm shifts? Sure. When you read the definition of dispensationalism and the second seven dispensations, and, and really the most popular place to read that is in a Schofield Reference Bible. Right. You get the definition of a dispensation as a change in time where God dealt differently with man than he did in the previous age. Schofield does a very good job of outlining this, and Schofield is not the only one that does it, but it's just a good place to get it very clearly and plainly. For Where we saw the dispensation of innocence when Adam and Eve were in the garden before they sinned. And then there was when Adam and Eve fell into sin, there was what is termed as the dispensation of conscience, and that went on to the change that came about at the Tower of Babel with the dispensation of human government, then the dispensation of promise with the patriarchs and Abraham, the dispensation of the law entered when Moses brought the law down from Mount Sinai, and that lasted till the time of the cross when Jesus died on the cross, and that's ushered in the dispensation of grace, or what we call the church age, which will end with the dispensation of the kingdom. And in each one of those instances, what really happened here is God made a covenant with man, man broke the covenant, and so God had to deal differently with man. And of course, the men and women that were alive at the time of those changes had to start thinking differently about life because life was completely different and completely changed. And so we look in the Bible, and there are other paradigm shifts besides the dispensations, but the notable ones that we know that are going to happen, at the end of the age we will have the rapture of the church and the tribulation period, and then the kingdom. And so what we are looking at here are events that are leading up to the next prophetic event on God's calendar, which is the rapture of the church. Now, James, we do not set a date for the rapture of the church because we do not know the date for the rapture. And anybody that tells you they know, they're not getting that from biblical sources. They're making it up or coming up with something by some miscalculation or something or another, you know. 
but we can look around us and see that we are approaching the end of the age. Now, that said, again, we do not know what God's timeline is. We do not know the future specifically. We know the future prophetically because God has showed it to us in his word. But the timing of future events, we do not know them. So we realize when we teach about the end of the age that from what we're seeing, we are very close to the end of the age. Now, that said, something could happen. God could overrule in a situation, turn things around completely. There could be a great revival. I personally don't believe there's going to be, but I can I hope for one. But there could be a great revival. Things could turn around. It may be another decade, 20 years, 50 years, or another century or more before the return of Christ, but we do not know. All we can do as biblical Christians is look at the Word of God and interpret current events by the Bible. Now, we don't interpret our Bible by current events. A lot of people fall into that trap, which I call newspaper exegesis. But if we interpret current events by what is in our Bible from our perspective, from a human perspective, we have to believe that we are very close to the end of the age and a major paradigm shift that is coming up. So when we see system breakdown and the planned system breakthrough, that's where we land. I made a quote in the DVD from the World Goodwill newsletter. World Goodwill is a division of Lucius Trust, which was started by Alice Bailey that we referenced earlier. And when they started Lucius Trust, the original name of that organization was Lucifer Publishing Company. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is that Lucifer that you're thinking about. The World Goodwill is the vision of the Lucius Trust, which is now a registered NGO of the United Nations. And the World Goodwill newsletter in 1990, number two, said this, a new culture is emerging. It is coming to birth in the hearts, minds, and lifestyles of people of goodwill in the world. It's awakened to a global vision and a feel within of the fire of loyalty and belonging to the family of mankind. The new culture is taking form of unity and oneness. Old forms are breaking down, and our task is to cultivate a deeper, more subjective culture where reason and heart hold sway. Well, that all sounds pretty good on the surface until you realize that when you get to that last phrase where reason and heart hold sway, you have to understand that the Bible tells us that man's heart is only evil continuously. And this new culture that they're talking about is a culture of humanism or, uh, or I, you know, I'm trying to think of a better term for it, but it's a term where man believes that he is God and that man's deepest desire of their heart to be apart from God and have all their individual desires met, that is what this is talking about. More from our guest, Mac Dominic, on living through the paradigm shift next time. Mac Dominic's two-DVD set, System Breakdown, Living in the Time of the Paradigm Shift, is available right now. 
In this documentary presentation, Mac Dominic exposes how the New World Order crowd is setting the stage for the rise of the Antichrist. Order system breakdown, living in the time of the paradigm shift, when you call toll-free 1-800-652-1144. You can always order online, swrc.com. Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill recently sat down with Prophecy in the News magazine editor, Lise Cutshaw, and discussed the latest issue, which is out right now. Let's listen in on what is in store in this month's edition of the Prophecy in the News magazine. Hi there, this is Kenneth Hill, President of Southwest Radio Church Ministries, and I am delighted to be with Lise Cutshaw. She is the managing editor. I don't know, is that the right title of uh, Prophecy in the News magazine? You're the one that puts it together. I put it together. I'm not much for titles. I just call it editor. Okay. The editor of the Prophecy in the News magazine. We want to talk about the August issue of the Prophecy in the News magazine. I'm looking at the front cover. It is, well, it's a wild front cover. It's <laughs> full of fire and burning. It's called Burning Ambitions, Russia Takes Cue from Israel. Dr. Rob Lindstedt will be writing that article for Prophecy in the News, but that's the cover. It's got a picture of Putin and a picture of Zelensky, and it has clenched fist for each one of them. Wow. How'd you come up with this thing anyway? Because you design covers too, right? I do. I design a little bit of everything in the magazine as well as doing some gathering and writing and planning and so forth. But yeah, I'm not sure whether that came to me in a dream or just after maybe too heavy a lunch or dinner. (laughs) 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 Well, it is certainly a raucous cover and folks will appreciate the poignancy of it when they get a chance to see it. Prophecy in the News is a magazine that's been going for, what, four decades or so? and uh, 43 years. When did you take over the helm of the magazine? That was during 2022 that I came on board because of your and others' interest in revitalizing Prophecy in the News after a brief hiatus, after the passing of J.R. Church, its founder, and a little bit of time after that, it just laid fallow. And so I was thrilled, being a fan of SWRC and Prophecy in the News, to actually be asked to help with the magazine and other communications. Well, we're glad you have been because it's turned out to be a fantastic publication uh, as it continues to be, as it was in the past, as it is now. You've got a number of interesting articles in this issue. I've got a lifetime subscription that I purchased. We have subscriptions one year, two years, three years, five years, a lifetime. You could subscribe as much or as little as you want to. Let's talk about that for just a second. How do they subscribe to the magazine? Well, we try to keep it fairly simple. They can go online at prophecyinthenews.com, and there is a form that they can fill out. And they can also not only order a subscription for themselves, but they can also order gift subscriptions for other people if they've subscribed and decided that they enjoy it and that others might 
we are very honored when they decide to share it with others through gift subscriptions. Let's talk about the regular kinds of things that you have in there. I know that Dr. James Collins, who's the staff evangelist, is involved with this magazine as well. What are some of the things he provides? Well, it will vary from magazine to magazine. We are mixing it up a little bit so that it's not the same writers every magazine, although every magazine will have a J.R. Church classic. We are keeping that legacy of J.R. Church and pulling from his immense trove of wisdom, biblical, prophetic wisdom from over the years. But otherwise, Dr. Collins may have an article, let's say maybe every other magazine. I'm not holding him to a schedule. It's whenever there's something that inspires him. Same thing with Dr. Spargimino. When he's got something that really catches his attention or fires him up, he sends me an article and or I ask him for something in particular. It's a little extemporaneous, but there certainly is a plan there. Well, the magazine itself is full of information. In this issue, I notice that you have one on the global Bible scholars weighing in on the One World Religion headquarters, what it's all about. That seems to be something of interest for folks. Larry Spargimino and Bill Federer are featured with a Quran close-up, Insights on Islam, they say. That's from a couple of their books, right? It is. Bill Federer had written an amazing book, as many of his compilations are, research from so many places. But this one that we pulled the Quran close-up from is what every American needs to know about the Quran. And then I combined some of the questions and answers from Dr. Spargimino's questions and answers about Islam and created a nice center spread to help people better understand what is Islam, who was Muhammad, and all of that sort of in light of this One World Religion headquarters in Abu Dhabi that is being completed right now since one of the three religion centers there is for the Muslim faith. We would encourage folks to go to prophecyinthenews.com or to swrc.com and sign up, get a subscription of Prophecy in the News. And that includes those of you that want to do so by phone instead of online. Call 1-800-652-1144. Exciting articles full of information and insight. Make sure you subscribe today to the Prophecy in the News magazine. Call 1-800-652-1144 and subscribe today. When you call, make sure you also order today's featured resource, System Breakdown, Living in the Time of the Paradigm Shift by Mac Dominic. This two-DVD set is available when you call 1-800-652-1144 or order online swrc.com. Mac Dominic returns tomorrow to continue his look at the great paradigm shift. 
Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.